Podcast. This is the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, it's Jared Morgan. Hello, everyone. How are you going? Well, we're going to have to apologize right now for Jared's video signal. Uh, something is going on. I don't know the, what's going on. Yeah, something's going on with the program today. The, the interwebs don't want to play nice. And so Jared shall be uh, being today portrayed by a pixely mess. <laughs> um, I'd like to call it the soft filter of the Australian internet. <laughs> the, that or, that or uh, Jared is just heavily aliased. Uh, I'm so. very heavily aliased today. So, yes. So today, Jared gets the he gets the AKA moniker instead of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hey, everybody uh, here in the states, it's the uh, Happy Fourth of July, Independence Day weekend, fireworks, boom, yay! For the rest of you guys uh, in other countries. You're like, who cares? It's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. It's like, what are it's you guys a, freaking it, out about? For us in Australia, most of the Australia is, was in lockdown. Um, like, you know, shelter in place because we've had a, a Delta variant stream float around in the community. So we're, we're sort of out of that now in Brisbane. <clears throat> but um, the last four days... We've been in lockdown, but we can now go out with masks on and go and visit places to eat. And as long as we're sitting down, um, so you can't go to a pub and um, play pinball. So Netherworld is out until yeah. July 19, I think, which is ages away. Yeah, this is our basically first holiday where most of the restrictions have been lowered. So... Right. I bet it's, you it's huge in that case. Well, I mean, I'm having family over, and I'm seeing our neighbors unloading tables and stuff. So it, there's going to be a block party tomorrow. Um, it's going to be massive. Yeah. That's awesome. And that is that's that is actually really good, isn't it? Because it's like life is kind of returning to the new normal that we now have to enjoy with uh, COVID. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm all vaccinated up to. I've got my finally got my two jabs. That's a a very big bone of contention for Australians at the moment because our rollout is is embarrassingly low. Um, where four percent of the population is vaccinated, so only four percent. Four percent. We are. If you have a look at the chart of nations that have been vaccinated, we are literally at the bottom of the chart. It is absolutely disgusting and disgraceful. Wow, that's incredible. It is just terrible. So, you know, I know that we're past, we're well past fifty percent of adults in the states. Mm. Uh, I don't think we hit the seventy percent mark, um, and I, or it's either that or we didn't hit the seventy percent mark for total population because they lowered mm. the age down to uh, twelve uh, for those that can receive well, it. vaccination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't eligible for the vaccination here at all. Um, you guys they, probably have a different vaccine. That's why we're we're running Pfizer oh. um, and AstraZeneca, and I think we even have there's three. We got the Moderna as well, so okay, we have access our Pfizer, to all three. They, oh, but you know, yeah, it depends on how slow your rollout though is too. I mean, yeah, so yeah, at the moment there's not there's actually not enough Pfizer to go around. Okay, so there's actually restricted. There's there's a lot of AstraZeneca. But the government over here has suggested that people below 50 shouldn't take AstraZeneca um, and they should have Pfizer instead. Okay. Um, but 
then the government just backflipped and said, oh, everyone can have Pfizer. <laughs> everyone can have AstraZeneca. And then they backflipped again saying, oh, actually, maybe not. They literally don't know what they're doing. Like, it's a waste you. of time. Somebody should make COVID pinball. <clears throat> we've, we've, mm. You know, multi-ball could be all the different vaccines. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's right. And, and and then you can have sick, you know, like drop targets or whatever of sick people and you're trying to bash them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the ball is a vaccine. Yeah, exactly. You vaccinate them and drop them down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, okay, let's let's dive right in. We've got a we've got a, a big chunk to talk about in the uh, back half of our show, but let's start right off the front half. So we've said we were um, out of pace with with Zen, uh, mm. and it turns out this time it didn't matter. <laughs> it literally didn't matter at all. No. Yeah. So Zen had their uh, pinball show uh, a week and a half ago, and nothing announced there was nothing yeah there wasn't anything about you know there wasn't the third original table announced there wasn't anything related to pinball effects there wasn't none of that the only thing that they had going on was a quiz that uh jeno ran or jeno <laughs> that's the other guy Akosh. Akosh. um that he ran and I do got to say, the quiz was fun. I enjoyed taking it and doing it. Um, mm. And Akos is very to... natural. He is very natural. Yeah. yeah. He's just, I think he does a lot of streaming. So, yeah. um, you know, he was the person who did all the streams for Zen before he changed positions uh, to what he's doing now. So, uh, yeah, he's he's very good at it. But it kind of got us thinking where we were like, you know what? Okay, fine. We finally have to, we finally have to talk about the pinball. We show. have to address the elephant in the room that is the pinball show. We we really wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. We wanted to let them warm up to the format mm. of the show and everything else like that. The quality of the production is fine. That hasn't wavered. Mm. It still looks good. But I think our hosts they need to get some chemistry. And they need to actually care about pinball. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you. They, they are. It's it is very much like they're reading off teleprompters. Yeah. Um, and it's reading off teleprompters with without really feeling like they know the content. It's well, it's, it's reading words really that robotic. you go. I don't know what these words are, but I'm going to speak them. <laughs> it's probably. It's, I'm pretty sure they know what the words they do, are. But and you know, I, I'm sure that, um, as far as production goes, they get the they rehearse this, sure, because we've seen them, sure. like do it, and uh, it, it's just it's it's sometimes really hard to watch. <laughs> um, and look, you know, it took us a long time to get the chemistry right for this show as well, right? Like we. Have been doing this now for eight years, haven't we? Uh, since um, 2012, so yeah, almost ten, nearly, nearly ten. Although it was the back half, it and, was the very end of 2012. So yeah, yeah. And you know, probably for you know the first two years, we were finding our feet. Um, oh, absolutely. I think we got, but I think for, this is from the show format perspective. But I think yes. from a from a like a, a host chemistry perspective, that was that there from didn't the beginning. Really take a look. 
that didn't really take a lot to develop. No. So, uh, well, and, and that was and that was also dealing with uh, six to eight people talking at the same time. When we pared down to three people, um, it got significantly yeah. easier to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like having that's definitely one of the lessons learned. Like having too many people on the show is just not a good idea. You've you've got to have a refined group of people that can actually like sort of bounce off each other and get yeah. that chemistry right. Otherwise, the show really is flounder. Like, those first 20 episodes of Black Hate were not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. And strangely enough, they've, they're really hard to find now. <laughs> really hard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just... I, it, it is, though, I... You know, we see the comments. We read the comments after all the shows. And more often yep. than not, we're kind of nodding our heads along too with what you guys are saying and uh i mean i don't agree with the comments of people who sitting there like that there has to be massive information drops every single time and but then people are pissed off that they're just teasing things rather than giving an announcement it's like and then it becomes well maybe they shouldn't have them so often i i don't necessarily agree with that i think the monthly format is fine and Mm. And I don't believe that there needs to be a talking each time, but there's things that they could do. And unfortunately, it seems like, again, Ekoshi is the one that would have the access to it. Because I was thinking, couldn't we have a multi-part series of truly, this is how Zen puts together? I mean, from the point they get a the, an idea to the ideas that, you know, to you know putting them down on paper, to starting to build them in the computer, you know, show us all that. Or how do you... Mm. You know, when you get the, uh, uh, when you're doing a Williams or a Bally machine, you know, from the point you get that thing, show us with the breakdown, show us, you know, scanning everything in, just walk us through, make it a documentary almost, you know, for those, for those shows that you don't have an announcement. There's stuff that can be done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, that would be miles better than what they do at the moment um, on the show. Like it's just filler and it's, it's not good filler at all. Well, because right now um, it's, it's having... It's it's this. It's <laughs> thanks, Jared. Do you have something to add? Oh no, thanks, Chris. I think I've. I think it's a a great thing that was just shown, and <laughs> it. And I'm really looking forward to playing this great thing on my devices soon. Yeah, it's just too stiff. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. So, anyway, we just wanted to to mention that now. And I think it's because it's because they're going off script. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, is, we don't have a script, and no, it's you, you because go we don't have a script. Yeah, off the cuff, and it's way more natural. Maybe if they actually changed that for the show and made it less scripted, a little bit more improv, right? Give them that. Some, might... the, in other words, the teleprompter is just bullet points, <laughs> and yeah, and they have to are, actually speak, which for are those reminders, not read the bullet point, but it's just merely a reminder of what to talk about. Yeah, and actually give let them actually give their own reactions. Yeah, so it's genuine, like not scripted reactions. Like, because um, you know, if they're on the show, they kind of need to be passionate about pinball. Otherwise, it's not going to work, and we're still gonna we're gonna keep this this format going. Yeah, like they've got to get into it. They've got to start playing these games. Maybe they do. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like they do. So get that feeling, and you'll get a much more convincing show. Yeah. Um, okay, one thing that did get announced uh, on that show was they were giving away yet another free VR table. Uh, this mm. time it was droids. 
uh, Star Wars droids. So that brings the total up we to like 10. We like free. Yeah, we do we like, like free. free. Although it Very makes nice. me wonder, are they free? <laughs> or was oh, it? Oh, do you think they were like incorporated into the price and they're now just releasing them? Yes, I do. Uh, I believe that the intention possible. was to release it as 10 tables. They were just a little bit behind. And mm. rather than delay, because they wanted to get it out in time for uh, Star Wars Day. May the 4th. Mm. Yeah, May the 4th. So put out what you have, and then it was, mm. and we'll keep on working on these other ones, and then we'll drop them as free. Because 10 tables at that price, much more sense. That's a pack mm-hmm. to me. And yep. it's almost half of the entire collection. So that's my thought. My other thought is I don't think we're going to be seeing a VR drop again until after Pinball FX. Probably. Um, it seems, yeah, potentially, yes. Because um, where are we now? We're at nearly... August. Wait, we're just no, in July now. Just, it's just our July. Show. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, August, September, October, we might start seeing some pretty concrete stuff coming out October. Well, again, um, we're, we're, we got to remember, there's these, Mel said, 11 items, 11 pinball-related things, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I mm. Were they indeed tables? I assumed, but... Uh, so yeah. let's, let's assume that. 11 tables by the end of the year. Mm. And he said that there was stuff going to be coming out prior to Pinball Effects actually releasing. So mm-hmm. we, if we go back a couple of shows, we had said sometime in July, I think you'd pegged early July, I'd pegged late July um, mm. for an announcement with release in August. So I think we're still maybe on track for that. We'll have to find out. Um, mm, we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, it'll be the. I'm hoping it'll be the next the pinball show that we get more details about that. But it feels, <clears throat> based on Zen's previous rollout stuff, it seems likely that August is a a time that we're gonna get something larger announced. Yeah. I think. Mm. Um. But anyway, back to droids. Uh, mm, droids, which is an it's an it's a table I like. I enjoy the layout it and I enjoy good. shooting it. It looks great in yeah. VR. Again, yeah, one of those tables that really improved with the VR treatment. Oh yeah, it it looks so. It's so much easier to follow in VR. Yeah. And I, I think this is one of the ones that we said if if there were tables to come to to VR, droids would be one that we'd both be looking out for. Yeah. Um, and we we were right, definitely. It's yeah. it's suited for VR very nicely. That being said, there were issues. <laughs> and there, it's, there was really obvious, obvious issues. And that's just it. It's um, it's not that these are hidden issues. These are the obvious ones. Um, the, yeah. First one being that when you spell 3PO, all of a sudden you get 3PO parts scattered about the table. That yeah, you have you to shoot collect- the pinball to roll over them. And if those pinball parts are up on the wireforms... Ramps. Can't get them. Can't em. get them. You not only that, but there's there's one where that um, spinning disc is. I couldn't get that one either. Yeah, like it's yeah the the, the part detection mechanic in that game broken. And real then bad. also with that's the, like the first mode. Yeah, like if you if you do them in order, it's like the first. It mode is the you very see. first mode that you would see. Yeah, 
Um, and then the other issue is the kickbacks. Uh, I didn't have a problem with my left kickback activating, but my right kickback never would activate. And I've seen other people no. say they had problems with both. Um, so something's going on with the collision detection there also. Something. Now, this is interesting because we saw it with, with Han Solo. Yep. It had the sling, it had the skill shot bug. Yep. Like that's the like how could that be missed? Like it's there's no way that anyone adequately testing this game at the studio could miss that shot unless they knew absolutely nothing about the table. So and then we see these bugs, these obvious obvious bugs coming into the the second game release. My question to you Chris is what's happened to quality at Zen? Because this never happened before every time they released a product they were rock solid and it was almost like i remember when compared to farsight and zen farsight was like the rock solid never buggy on release thing and then we see these two things release and the quality is really really down like the actual qa for this product is low so i'd love to know why that is like, yeah, is it a really quick thing to pump out? Are they just shutting them out? It or... I don't get it at all. No. I don't understand why these things haven't been issued to beta test. Um, yeah. I don't understand why something so obvious goes... Is getting out there. Is getting out there. Um, again, these aren't hidden features deep into gameplay. This is no. basic stuff. This and... is stuff you'll encounter. If you don't know how to play the game, you'll encounter it in five minutes. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming this has to do with the, with Unreal, that they haven't quite figured out how for detection purposes, and yeah, I don't I know if it's right. also because the Zen tables, the Zen originals, are obviously wholly digital. There is no mechanical issues, mm. you know, triggers, and I'd be curious to know, or uh, with the Williams stuff, um if just the sheer nature of having to model all of you know the switches, the switches and, and stuff like points. that if that winds up being an issue also or not um because i don't know if it's you know opto sensors you know or technically opto sensors that zen is using or uh what? it'll be um very much regions so you know when farsight was doing up their um their tables and it, they had switches on the table but really they're essentially hitboxes right. on the table itself. So you can probably carry that forward to Zen. That's how they're doing the same sort of thing. There's a region on the table that detects the balls over it, um, and that's what gives you the score. Um, <clears throat> as an aside, wouldn't it be nice for those older tables to have more switches visible on them, right? So they yeah. felt a little bit more interactive because the really nice thing about Zen is when you hit a target on Zen on some of the newer builds, um, the targets just have that little bit of movement mm -hmm. to them. It's really nice. It gives you that really nice feeling. But I don't really feel that or see that on a lot of these Star Wars tables that are out there. Yep. They're very, except for the new ones, of course, like Mando and stuff have a bit more of that and um, um, the collectibles does. But the, the ones that they bring in, there's not that feeling that I get from them. Um, <clears throat> so that will be good. But also, I forgot where I was going with this, but it was something <laughs> to do with something, something... Something, um, something, quality, quality. control. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't really. That's that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it. And uh, you know, 
considering the fact that we are told that they went and hired a whole bunch of people. Um, maybe it's that's these newbies yet. that aren't paying close attention. I, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. I've got a feeling that the hiring that they projected hasn't actually happened yet. That's mm. my gut feel, and I have a feeling that they are really having to divide their time at the moment between preparing Primble FX for, for release. Now, if this is what's happening, this is a telling point. <clears throat> if this is what's happening with all the tables, like when they do a table to take it and rip out the, the PX engine, which is there originally, and then put in Unreal, then that changes, that explains one, two things, the rollout time yeah, and... And the reason why we're seeing these problems coming in, because they're essentially having to pull the guts out of the tables and then recode them, essentially. And you can definitely bet, I mean, we brought this up before, Chris, that Star Wars VR is an experiment in the wild for them. They're, they're cutting their teeth on developing with Unreal in the wild with a release schedule in play. So we can expect to see... Um, hopefully less of these issues coming into Pinball FX when it goes goes live later in the year because they've experienced what that looks like and they can look for the things that fail all the time. It seems that the virtual switches are the things that are causing the problems because that virtual skill shot switch um, was a problem. And yeah. when... Uh, this is in uh, Solo. And <clears throat> when you, you bank the skill shot and you lock the ball the ball popping out into the out lane. The funny thing is that it, when you look at that, the the switch in the out lane, generally speaking on pinballs, the switch is the thing that the ball sits on in the shooter lane. Um, in the older games, it's to tell the machine that, yes, there's a ball in the shooter lane and it's waiting to be launched. But when the ball pops out of solo, it actually bypasses that switch altogether and settles into the lane. Hmm. So that's... I think potentially one of the reasons why the skill shot wasn't working very well when Solo was released because the game logic that they put into place <clears throat> probably wasn't relying on that switch to be locked on or activated for it to detect there was a ball in play. But that's certainly the effect that it was having. Like you couldn't launch the ball. The plunger wasn't working because it didn't detect a ball in lane. So it's weird stuff like that, Chris, that I'm going... Yeah, it seems to be the way Unreal Engine is sensing balls in play isn't quite right. Because that's the same problem with the ramps, right? Yeah. Like, sensors, it's all virtual sensors in these tables, and that seems to be the, the root cause of the problem. If I was offering a bug suggestion fix, and I was logging that in a bug, that's what I'd be suggesting in the in the bug um, report for this game. Or for this title, actually. Well. Like I said, hopefully they get back to you know actually putting these in beta testers' hands, like Jared and myself, oh, <laughs> so gosh. that we can at least identify these things. We could um, have we could have found those bugs in five minutes, and they would have been um, fixed the next day. So yeah, they would have because that's the thing. Like they do the thing that Zen is still doing well is they are still pumping out like fixes pretty fast after the tables are released. Yeah. to resolve those problems. So I haven't seen one yet for droids. Not me I haven't seen one drop yet on droids. So that's taking longer than I would have thought. 
Um, maybe they've found some more stuff they, they're tweaking at the same time, which I'll welcome, you know, may as well. All right, let's uh, step away from that talk and let's move into mm. something that uh, just popped up on my radar uh, today, and I thought, hey, what mm. timing. Um, some mm-hmm. of you might remember there's a game called Rollers of the Realm. and uh, Yeah, yeah, I love that game. It's awesome. It's yeah, a really, and, really and good game. I've, I have not actually played it myself, but I obviously played the uh, Yoku's Island Express, which different developer, but same kind of feel, where it's, you know, you're navigating to different zones, and they have pinball elements on them. Well, yeah. uh, there is going to be a new game called Rollers of the Realm Reunion, and it's going to be coming out in 2022. Uh, the links cool. show link to Steam and to Epic, so it looks like they'll be going to be putting it out on uh, both platforms. And that's I thought, good. hey, why don't we look at the trailer? Yeah, that's, what do this you is news to me. I haven't actually seen this, so right. yeah, I'm, I'm keen to actually see what it looks like. All right, so let me... Because uh, I, I really, I re- while you're getting it up, I really enjoyed Rollers of the Realm. Um, uh, before it's a really, it's a strangely good mechanic on the game. Let's let's take a look at this. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I was a straight rat who'd lost her dog. Will you at least allow me to call you, Milady? Milady. I am a keeper of charms. An ancient warning of what lies beyond. We will live and wait until the realm needs us again. A goblin. A goblin in the city. There you go. Love it. Now, for now, I I can't actually hear the audio yes, from you that. Hear the audio. I, I can, but our I friends can definitely can. see the vision. <laughs> Yeah, and I got to say, it looks very true to the original. They've they've got a lot of the, the the mechanics, the classic mechanics of that game look the same. Um, they've got some um, better transitions to things like upper play fields, though, um, which seems to be a new mechanic in the game. The, the previous game was quite flat, mm-hmm. um, and from for memory, because it's been about a couple of years since I played it, but it, it felt quite flat and like sort of single level. So. It's nice to see how they've incorporated some some more height into the levels. That's really cool. Um, the characters, uh, when they were sort of rolling out all the characters in the game, yeah. it's like, oh, yes, uh, I remember all those characters. <laughs> and the thing is that each character has a different ability. So that's the thing. It's like an RPG in pinball, okay. um, which is which is a game mechanic. So each of those characters will have a, a subtly different ability. Um, like one of them might introduce an extra ball into play. Um, one of them might, um, if you shoot a group of enemies, it'll do like a like a cluster attack around them and sort of do a little bit of extra damage. Um, so, it, depending, you can choose your ball when you launch and essentially select who plays in the play field based based upon your roster of characters that haven't died. So, it's it's a really fun mechanic for the game, and you do have to think about a bit of strategy when you're playing it. And I, I do remember having a great time with it when I first when I first got it. I, I so, like these um, kind of things just because when you're playing them, you're not thinking about the physics because the physics are no, you're not. They're they're not the important aspect. It's can you aim and navigate the ball? That's... Yeah, and the thing is with the original, you really could. Like it was actually quite shootable as well as being um, 
a decent pinball. There were for a few oddities with the way you needed to pl- like shoot and aim, but that was just the game mechanic. And once you got used to that game mechanic, because it's so separated from the world of actual sort of physical pinball, um, it's a pinball mechanic. It's not a pinball game. And that's a right. really important thing to remember here, right? With right. these sort of games. A little bit like Creature from the Well as well, which I downloaded ages ago from Epic Store when I had it for free and I still haven't played it. Bad me. Me neither. <laughs> I should probably do because, that. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the, and the, here's the reason why. Like, I'm, I'm A, waiting for the, the point where I move into my new place and I can set up my own Wi-Fi network. It's, it's a mesh network. Um, which allows me to use my Oculus Wi-Free and I'll be able to connect my computer to my wireless network and play um, all the PC games without a cord um, reliably because you need a really good quality connection to do that. Um, But also, you know, using like the AirLink and all the PC tech to, to play these desktop games on a big floating massive screen is going to be the thing that I'm going to be transitioning to now for gameplay, because I'm finding I'm not touching my PC at all for playing games. Hmm. I'm touching or only the, the Quest 2 now wow. when I want to play games. Okay, So I'm not playing any of the old FX3 titles on my computer. I'm not doing anything like that on there. Now, what I would like to try, and I don't know if I can do this, would be how could you make a virtual pinball machine using cabinet mode, multi-screen, in something like virtual desktop on VR. Could you actually lay out a screen, tilt it, have a background screen like that up there, and lay out your screen layout so it looks like you've got a, a virtual pinball machine? I would love to play around with that and see if I can get that working in a virtual environment. Because it's possible. All, all that the... Um, the virtual desktop does which is an app you can get on on oculus is it lets you lay out screens that are on your pc or views that are on your pc and display them in a virtual space so there would be nothing stopping you actually laying out a screen layout even with like a a dmd here or something and then a screen vertically up and down so playing that on like a massive space with like a VR array like that would look really good. Um, it's all about the speed though of your of your network. You've got to have a blazing fast Wi-Fi network and a very good quality one to be able to do that at at any quality rate. So I don't have that at the moment, but when I do, boy, I'm going to be trying some things out. All right. Well, I still say you need to build yourself a uh, a pin sim cap, but <laughs> I yeah. My, I, I would. I mean, especially I if you're, you're really right. getting into, you know, only wanting to do it in VR. Um, you're right. I think it's uh, it's time for me to um, pester Arcade One up and say, "All right, when when am I get? When are you guys going to do this? Um, have you seen that they've got this new product out with? It's a cabinet, but it's got a projector in it. This yeah. is Arcade One up, by the way. Yeah, I and it's got that. like a little. It's got like a projector in it, and it's got like it's essentially like a a gutted cabinet. With a back cut out of it and a projector in it, so you can project it up onto onto your screen. Onto they're your uh, they're they're going for the party mode. Um, it's the same to me. It's the, it's the equivalent of the giant joystick, you know, thing. It's, it's yeah. It's meant for parties. It's not meant for serious gameplay. You know, mm. um, which People is fine. Are, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad mm. thing. I'm just it's a thing. It's just another product. <laughs> it's it's a thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, just take away the projector, give us some buttons on the side, an accelerometer, and uh, Bob's your uncle. There's your, there there's you your pin sim. Um, yeah. So we're going to, speaking of cabinets. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of cabinets, and yet we're not really going to give new information. This is all old information. But we told you guys, follow the Arcuda Twitter feed because... Things something's a coming. Something's a coming, and they vomited up a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> of tweets. So we're going to go mm. through these because many of you probably haven't checked them out and uh, figured why not. Let's let's delve into this because there's some head scratching moments. There's some interesting moments. There's some um, you know future announcement moments. So I say let's dive in, huh? Let's have a look at this. All right, eh? Let's have a look yeah. at this. So this all starts with, we love pinball. Let's go back to 2013 where it all started on our video pinball journey. We will share our discussions with the current pinball factories, our negotiations with software publishers, and behind the scenes reasons why our products never reach the market. That's our big bugaboo with them. Uh, we're going uh-huh. to go back yep. in history first to explain where the projects have come from, and very soon we will launch a completely new way to pinball. We hope you can join us. All right. So... Well. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see where this goes. Uh, we tried a variety of components, and the results were... Oh, excuse me. These threads are not the easiest to uh, get going, but... No, they're go. not. Okay, so before we start, we want to mention that we do not want to offend anyone. I'll just... Spoiler <laughs> alert. Bridges get burned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have our yeah. own standards, and over time, this has caused us issues. We're not saying off-the-shelf products are good or bad. They're all suitable for different applications. Uh, when we were looking at our Slingshot Pinball, we wanted to create a product that offered the flexibility of console gaming with the ease of installing game software and on full dedicated machines. But it was not going to be as easy as we thought. And this is definitely something that all the communication that we've ever had with Arcuda, um, they've hit upon this, that they want it so that your grandma could get software up and running on their mm-hmm. machine. They don't want yeah. it to be... A complicated multi-step thing. They want it to be as easy as starting a movie, you know. So, exactly. Uh, we tried a variety of market components, and the results were not as we expected. Since 2013, the market has improved tremendously. But back when we first started, there were significant delays in gameplay, software issues, and game accuracy was missing. So obviously, they're mm. showing some of their you know wiring and things that they did. Uh, it's one early we started... prototype designs. Yeah. It's when we started to design and prototype I.O. boards and really started working seriously on the virtual pinball machines. So there's there's just your kind of start aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. Continuing on here. We need a video pinball game software and approached Farsight Studios and Zen Studios for game licensing. Unlike homebrew software programs development, we wanted to create games and a platform where our grandparents could install and play the games. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. And there is a quote that looks very much like from Digital Pinball fans with names redacted. <laughs> <laughs> that looks very much like a Digital Pinball it fans does screenshot. does look right like there. that, like a Digital Pinball fans screenshot. Because for a while, Arcuda was on Digital Pinball fans, uh, yeah. you know, seeking information. Um, yeah. Let's let's see. What do they say here? Uh, sorry to disagree. But visual pinball is hardly just a matter of installing and playing. Yeah, because visual pinball is. We've talked about it. It's not. 
It is not just a matter of installing and playing <laughs> no. at all. Um, this is no. exactly the point of Arcuda Pinball. It really is just installing and playing Pinball Arcade software, as well as a number of other software games is being rewritten for Arcuda, uh, specifically designed for Arcuda Pinball for owners just install and play. This is completely opposite of what is in the marketplace right now. Our software is licensed, our hardware is designed from scratch, and our team working on the project around the world are pinball people with a wealth of experience in pinball. You do not need any computer experience, coding, hacking, hours on the internet forums to work out how to get something to work. It's not a China cabinet with hacked software, but a proper arcade product. Um, So even back then, they were mentioning... Acknowledging the current state of affairs with the market, which really was a bit of a wild west as far as playing pinball stuff went on a cabinet. It wasn't easy. Um, Moving on here... In their original state, the license of video pinball software in the market at that time was only suitable for basic full machine pinball play. Have you ever seen this table, Jared? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I've never is. seen that table. I've <laughs> never seen the table. There's a picture displayed on the screen on this pirate's pinball table with all these multiple play fields and stuff like that. And it's floating in the water, game. and I'm sitting there going, if my, at first glance, I was like, hey, is that Pinball Wicked? And I took you know, closer and I was like, no, that's definitely not Pinball Wicked, but. No, it's not. Wow. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea where that came it, from. Um, Looks kind of cool, though. Yeah. For the next 18 months, we negotiated with both. Now, I hate that there's no what year this takes that they're talking about. I would love to know what Mm. this is. Um, But anyway, for the next 18 months, we negotiated with both Farsight and Zen Studios. Actually, we negotiated with many software companies. We wanted to create software designed for physical machines and looked forward to working with all studios in creating advanced software. Um, mm. I'm curious their version of negotiating. Is it them trying to get them on the phone? Was it there lots of back and forth? Don't know. Um, mm. We had done our Unclear. research, developed our range of products, and needed software. Almost all companies ignored our requests, even when offering hmm. six figures <laughs> upfront licensing deals. Mm. This is where I'm going to start with this idea as we follow in. And that mm-hmm. is, Arcuda comes off as the really wealthy kid that wants friends and thinks he can just buy them. <laughs> mm. And doesn't realize you have to have a personality to go along with it. Um, and when we say personality, we mean demonstrated market value. Yeah. That well, well-recognized market value, which Arcuda doesn't really have. Um, and didn't have at the time that they would have been negotiating this either. They would have been largely an unknown name. Yeah. So they would have been splashing these six-figure figures around, and these studios like Zen, like Farsight, and others probably would be going, who are you? <laughs> like, well, especially that's if literally we think the reaction about, okay, that would be happening. They started in 2013 trying to figure out visual, you know, doing video pinball cabinet would look and then they said they were negotiating for 18 months that's a year and a half so Mm. let's say if they started in 2013 let's say they didn't start doing any of the negotiating until 2014 so now we're at you know middle of 2015 Mm. i think so from a timeline perspective you can only assume that's about it yeah right so think about 2015 farsight is what maybe season f- four, season five of yeah. So they're well Pinball in Arcade. the thick of it. Yeah. Zen uh, has Star Wars tables out and Marvel tables out, uh, but we're still very much FX2. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, FX3 didn't come out until 2017. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So still FX two uh, generation. That is great. Yeah. Um, and let's move into this little bit of fun history again. Remember, Zen got approached by Scientific around 2016 to see if they'd be mm-hmm. interested in the Williams Bally license. Zen at, in 20 again 2016. Zen was in the middle of having Walking Dead and Portal, and I forget who else, for licenses. And they were like, we've got to take care of these licenses. We can't take on new. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to put this in timeline perspective, that you've got Zen dealing with that, thinking about the possibility of, uh, knowing that the possibility of Williams and Bally is out there. Farsight is at least halfway through their entire collection uh, that they wind up putting Mm -hmm. out. So, you know, call it 50 tables in. Uh, This is the marketplace that that Arcuda is trying to launch into into. the middle of, tap into. Mm. Um, So I think it's it's, a big, it's a very diverse, very large digital pinball marketplace. So you can see why to them it would have been pretty attractive. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to, trying to get in there. Okay. So uh, continuing on. Uh, we want to create. Blah, blah, blah. We'd done our research, developed our range of products, and needed. Yeah, oh yeah, there's the six figures. That's right. We did the six figure number. <laughs> but again, it's like you just you, you're coming in and just who are you? Mm, yeah, y- you know. So yeah. So here we go. Um, let's see. In May 2015, hey, look, I think we are. <laughs> approached Zen Studios for licensing of their PC and Android software for physical cabinets. Again, I bring up this. They were in negotiation for 18 months. Was it a negotiation or was it just trying to get a response back? Um, Mm, It's unclear. We were the first company to discuss Android licensing with Zen, who asked us for all of our business strategy and sales vision. I think that's just obvious for any company. That comes mm-hmm. knocking on your door. Well, you know, hey, put together a package. Tell us what you're wanting to do. Uh, yeah, later, that's right. later, Zen asked for our hardware specifications for both our PC and Android systems, which we shared. Again, seems standard to me. In yep. May 2015, Arcuda approached Zen Studios for licensing their PC and Android software for physical cabinets. And there's their physical cabinet. So that is... They're saying 2015. I'm trying to think about... I was looking back, Jared, at our uh, podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. I found a podcast that was talking about Arcuda in early 2017. I know that wasn't the first time we'd ever talked about them. So I know that we were talking about them as of 2016. um, And that was with them talking about their actual physical... The cabinet. The Ultra. Yeah, the Ultra. Yeah, the Ultra. That's Um, right. So... and. I tried looking up this. I'm like, is there anybody else that's ever talked about Arcuda than us? Um, did a Google search. Everything is Google is Arcuda related with some announcement stuff from, I don't know, various rando publications. None of our podcasts mm. popped up related to it. So we're not in their search engine. But clearly, I'm just going to say, we're like the only people that have been tooting this horn at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right, we were the first company to discuss licensing with Zen who asked us for our full business strategy and sales vision. Again, why, of course, Zen's going to ask for that. Uh, later, Zen mm. asked for our hardware specifications for both our PC and Android systems, which we shared. 
Da, 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 da. Here we go. After sharing our sales vision, which included selling Android machines to the market at six to seven hundred dollars <laughs> with smaller quantity mm. game titles, Zen rejected licensing Android software to Arcuda. During this time, we had already created a range of small entry-level machines, but needed licensing before they could be released to the market. Right. So, I do think that, again, just because you're throwing money or trying to throw money at a company, um, that company has licensing agreements, and their mm. licensors may not be cool with it. Um, I also we know th- this for a fact, right? Yeah. Like the, the at that point. There was no, probably not even a notion of arcade one up coming to the mix, and no. Zen was probably going. Seems interesting, but we have no, we have no idea whether our licensors would have any appetite for this at the moment. Right. Like, well, and you look at what just, they put, what their mock-up is, and it's all, it's FX2. all Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, hey, let's just jump in on there, right? Um, well, yep, you got to exactly. get Disney's approval. <laughs> just like that. It's like, oh, they were going, ooh, yeah. I also think, I'm sorry, you wanted six to $700 for that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, that's a tabletop. I mean, sure, that's concept art. That's very, you can but, see it's all like, But that's know. Android, six to $700. Mm-mm. No, just no, no. <laughs> no. All right, so here we go. More. Um, da, 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 da. We were trying to create an all-in-one style, full-sized pinball machine, which would support off-the-shelf PC games, homebrew, and our Ar- Arcuda version software. Keep that in mind. Arcuda version software. The idea mm. shared with Zen was that the customer could purchase their games from Steam and play normally on our cabinet, or with their cooperation, Arcuda would work with them to develop an advanced cabinet mode version different to what they currently had available. Arcuda had already mm. designed a range of cabinets, and the owner could install whatever software they wanted. Zen rejected yeah. this and wanted to license only Zen Studios-themed video pinball machines, which they could would earn a cabinet royalty fee. I think part of the rejection here is Zen didn't want to turn over their uh, software, basically, for Arcuda mm. to then manipulate, which is exactly what Arcuda wound up doing with Pinball Arcade. That's right, they did. Yeah. yeah. So I again I'm re- <laughs> reading these tweets, I, I'm getting this rejected, you know, you asked the girl out and the girl said no feeling, but it's also kind of like, yeah, but you all we you were putting a ton of stipulations that she's probably like, no, I'm not cool with any of this stuff. You're Mm-hmm. skeeving me yeah, out yeah exactly you know and so <laughs> Zen yeah. Zen has done all this hard work making software and you're coming in saying oh well we want the software and we're going to then we're manipulate do we like and do our that. own thing to it too hmm we're going to essentially fork your software make an Arcuda Zen FX2 yes uh, yeah which that, I'll have more to comment on when we no. get to the Farsight uh, angle of this stuff <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and why I so hmm, Zen might have been smart about this let's see mm-hmm. uh during 2016 arcuda was heavily advertising new release cabinets and ideas so again this is i think when arcuda had contacted us 
Uh, Our international launch was to occur at the IAPA Florida Amusement Trade Event, the biggest arcade event in the world. We informed Zen Studios in May that we will be attending this event. So I love that. Uh, We're going to be there. Visit us. (laughs) Um, Yep. Before this, however, we showed our pinball machines at PinFest Australia, where we showed over eight different company games found on Steam, Android, on our cabinets. With thanks to the PinFest team and visitors, we conducted good market research and discussed with players a variety of topics that included software and hardware design, market acceptance, and more. Zen Studios wrote to us and said they were not happy for us to display their game in our cabinets unless we paid their cabinet licensing fee and asked us to remove all videos information showing their games on any of our machines. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're selling your machine using another company's software. Without their permission. Yeah. Explicit permission. Exactly. Yeah. So Because there's two, Zen offered, and we'll probably cover this later on in the thread, I think, about licensing, how they actually license their product commercially. Um, uh, I don't know if it's actually covered in this thread. I think it's a bit light touch. Yeah. But uh, Zen had a commercial product offering, and, you know, it was on commercial machines, and you pay a licensing fee, and they have the right to use it. It's really simple. You enter into contract with Zen, and they give you the authority to use. Yeah. Um, it's not it's just, well, but I bought software. it on Steam. I should be able to display it. No, because you're selling a product. No. <laughs> you're using Like your that. product is dependent on this software. Right. To work. Right. So that's different than just buying it on Steam and then using it because you're buying, if they were buying a shell, uh, like a digital pinball shell saying, hey, this is compatible with Steam and all these other platforms, it's up to you to find that software and configure it. That's yeah. a different matter because that's a consumer product then. Yeah. But when you bake it into the product and make it a selling feature, that's a commercial interest yep. and that's a different license. Um, moving on here. Let's get back to the main thread here. Uh in October. Can, can I say at this point? Can I say at this point, Chris? I really wish this was a blog post. Like, <laughs> I I really wish that they just made this a blog post and linked to it at certain points, like putting a little teaser, and then putting a link to that point in the blog post so people could follow along. That's how I would have done it. it if, Using uh, tweet as a blogging well, platform is not a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they're doing better this time around than the first time around, where it was like. Oh, just, we can follow anything. Nothing was threaded. Was a... Everything was just one of three, but sometimes they get mixed. It was confusing as hell then. Um, I can follow a thing. Yeah. All right. In October, we agree to pay Zen's cabinet fee and to make a dedicated cabinet to show Pinball Effects software. Shortly after, mm-hmm. we found out that our... <laughs> so I love this. They're implying that it was, okay, fine, we'll pay. Here's the money. Mm-hmm. But I think it was one of those things where Zen earlier had said this is what it would cost if we agree to terms not yeah. when you bring the money you've automatically agreed to the terms it, it's still a two-way street and i don't think they yep. i don't think they quite got that <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh shortly after we found out that our long-term timber factory partner in china was shipping our same pinball machine to usa for the ii iaapa show IAPA. that's how they say it at the time, we believed that they were using copy of Zen Studio software, rebadging our machine, and selling the product into the USA. This is where there seems to be a little accusation going on. 
It seems, yeah. It seems. seems I don't know who they're accusing. The are yet. they are they accusing whoever the made cabinet the manufacturer? cabinet manufacturer, or are they accusing Zen? I don't. Mm. I don't know. Again, read on. Popcorn is <laughs> ready, folks. Clearer. Just before the IAPA show, Zen Studios informed us that we will that they will not sign the contract for the PC version cabinet contract with Arcuda. At the IAPA show, we realized that Zen Studio had licensed their non-exclusive software to our competitor who had partnered... So when they say non-exclusive software, again, they're just talking about the Steam version of the software. It's yeah. not... Or, or are they saying their non-exclusive commercial version? Because I'm pretty sure anyone can go, hey, Zen, we'd like to engage you in a corporate, uh, corporate agreement with your software. And Zen will go, Sure. We've got five different manufacturers running the software at the moment on their builds. Are you happy with that? And if they go, yeah, that's fine by us, they'll enter into contract terms. And you can get their non-exclusive software to run on their machines. Right. Um, that's what I'm reading into that. Okay. Uh, non-exclusive software to our competitor who had partnered with our cabinet factory. Both the China Cabinet Factory and Zen Studios were both at IAPA to support this competitor. And here they that's have... That's the sentence. That last sentence. Yeah. Both the China Cabinet Factory and Zen Studios were both at the IAPA to to support this competitor. Mm, caution. Right. So, <laughs> That's all so I can say. The, the picture that they're showing here is here's the Arcuda cabinets. And yep. the, hey, look, there's that fishing game that they said got... Uh, <laughs> that fishing game. Snake. And there's also a game wizard there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm. there's those. And then here is that Pinball Facts Champion Edition pinball cabinet that's commercial it has coin slot uh that zen was having i don't know for sure was this cabinet ever available to the general public or was it only available for commercial sales um i don't know that I... this, and, and and i'll say this too i went to find this it ain't for sale all the websites related to it are gone um mm. So I don't know what happened with this cabinet. Me neither, but it certainly it it wasn't something you could just go to a website and say, "Hey, yeah, I'd love one of those. Can I have one?" Well, I mean, they advertised it. Their Facebook page is still up, um, but none of the links work. But they were selling it mm. for eight grand on Facebook. Eight grand is way too much for a pinball machine like that. Way too much. Right. Um, later on... No, no wonder they weren't selling it. <laughs> Put it that way. Well, I mean, VP Cabs is also about that much for their full-size cab, um, which also runs Zen Software. Mm-hmm. They paid the licensing fee. <laughs> they did. Yeah. You know. Because they, that was the VP Cabs went on Shark Tank, got a great deal. Yeah. Licensed in, and and they start producing legit cabinets. You know, you yeah. can buy them. I think to this day you, you can't can still buy them. Well, you, I, I you can still buy them. You can't buy them right now because of the lumber shortage. But <laughs> right, right, you technically can still buy them because they were like, if you really want one, contact us. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll put you on a waiting list. We'll put you on until a waiting we get list. The, right. Literally until we get the wood. Back to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. the, during the IAPA show and months afterward. Zen Studios had further discussions about licensing their game to Arcuda for a coin-op market. This included Arcuda funding the coin-op work as a partner. We never heard back from Zen, who proceeded with their own coin-op machines. So this is where it gets confusing. So they're saying that for months there was licensing talk, 
But then they never heard back from Zen. Either. Mm. So I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, there's... It's, it's you know, hard to deduce what's going on from this, from what's being said by Akuda here. Like, yeah. there's too many gaps um, in what they're telling us to be able to put two and two together here. Right, but, right. The, it, it's, we can only take what they're saying on face value because that's literally... It's, it. it's not two that's plus two. They're actually trying to do some algebra, but they're not giving us the full equation. Um, yeah, that's right. Zen Studio Games, Pinball FX2, Pinball FX2 VR, Pinball FX3, and all Android games work perfectly on all Arcuda cabinet. Purchase the software on Steam, Oculus, Android, etc., and play on Arcuda machines with touch controller and physical pinball controls support. Well, yeah, we would hope that. Basically, you can say that, you just can't advertise that. That's you know, right. In your, you can in tell your materials. It works. You can tell people that it works, you just can't advertise yeah. it as a feature. That's right. Um... And I would expect nothing less. I mean, you know, especially now with at games, if people can make the at games machine run this stuff, I would hope that you could be on a full size cab. But anyway, um, wait, where did this thread go? Oh, I think you might need to scroll up a bit higher. It doesn't seem no down. Oh, this is the thing I hate this about is... this. Like... All right, well, I'm just doing it in order. It says as soon as we announced the Williams Bally titles on our platform we immediately started receiving inquiries about the Stern tables that Farsight Studios was digitally creating for them. The Stern Pimble Arcade software was still being created, but we voiced our interest and was hoping to include these titles on our machines. Fast forward to early 2018, Farsight Studios writes to us saying, Stern Pinball are open to the idea of licensing their video tables on our machine and would like to buy an Arcuda pinball cabinet before giving their approval. We met Gary Stern at the Asia Amusement Expo in China the following month, where Gary tells us he has no interest in cooperation. <laughs> this is where I think Farsight is playing shenanigans with Arcuda. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, Farsight <laughs> is basically looking at, oh, your contract you want to contract us out to make a game. Hey, we yep. have this license. Let's see if we can, you know, and it's it's almost Shop like it. I think it's the instead of asking we're going to ask for forgiveness, not permission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, very much. And it didn't work. Yeah. No. Uh, because Gary was probably like, what the hell? I never again yeah, no. of that. <laughs> um, yeah. Farsight Studios and Stern Pinball released their VR version of Stern Pinball Arcade later in the year. It's again a great opportunity as our machines already support VR as standard. This was great timing as we were just about to show our Ultra at PinFest Australia, a show that both Gary Stern and our CEO were attending and guest speakers. We reached out to Stern Pinball and asked whether there was any possibility to show the Stern VR software at the event. Even if he was not interested to license the tables to us, we wanted to promote the new VR software at the Pinball event and explain that customers would buy the software from Oculus, etc. Stern wrote to us and asked us not to show their new VR software release on our machine. So exactly hmm, that's a, what... a recurring theme. Yes, exactly right? what yeah. Zen had done with you guys, because it's the same thing. Yep, that's right. You're Don't using show it to our advertise... stuff in our Yeah, you're using it to advertise your cabinet. Um, look at that cabinet there, Chris, before you scroll up. The one with the uh, lady playing yes. the VR. That's a Masters of Time. That is a Masters of Doctor Time. Doctor Who cabinet mm -hmm. theme. Mm. Well, if you look at this More picture on that right later. here. Now, hold on. Look at this picture here. You can see the folks. So there's Doctor Who, Rescue 911, oh. Haunted House. Boy, it looks a lot like the ugly of 
the at games. I was going to say you can see where at games got their design uh-huh. <laughs> design chops from. Uh huh. It. Oh God. Um. Yep. Which it makes Horrible. me also wonder how much of this is farsight. Uh yeah. Just saying. Stern Pimble Arcade Games, Steam, Oculus, and all Android games work perfectly on all Arcuda cabinet. <laughs> Purchase the software on Steam, Oculus, Android, etc. And uh, Arcuda machines. These are little sales. Though. For the record, these are little sales pitches they inter- interjecting into this yes. tweet tweet tornado. It's not even a tweet tweet stream. Um, okay, <laughs> Time Shock is. In and then the, this is another ad. So, Time um, Shock is an advanced video pinball table with a rich history. Working with Barnstorm, we will make further advancements with, which include both home model and coin-up models. Time Shock Arcade Edition works perfectly on all Arcuda pinballs and will be included for free for pre-orders. Here's my question. Why are they essentially showing a VP Cabas Vertigo machine? That is what it is, isn't it? No, this is, this is Arcuda's machine. Oh, uh, no, yeah, this is their, that's the one they're going to be, that's the one they announced, like, a yeah. while back. Well, this is an early version of it. I just, and of I course, just find it interesting day, yeah. that, obviously, they've never bothered to throw VP cabs under the bus. Yeah. They've only ever bothered it's... to throw their China manufacturers. Yeah, that's I wonder right. what VP cabs have to say about any of this. Anyway. Um, Anyhow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and working with Barnstorm, does really? Barnstorm even exist? Barnstorm... <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, uh, and also, just word to the wise: Time Shock is no longer really an advanced pinball table no, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, exactly. um, it's a bit dead. So I wouldn't really be touting this as a revolutionary because it's actually not anymore in yeah. the marketplace. Um, Arcuda yeah. Pinball is a huge project for Highway Group. It is bigger than we have announced previously, and we will explain why setbacks have made us more determined to release the full potential of Arcuda Pinball, machines, hardware, and software. It star- all started at the IAPA in 2016, uh, where they're saying they had 2,217 full-size Arcuda Pinball machines pre-ordered in five months. That's nice. That's nice. This is the one that I'm kind of like going, what? During our negotiations mm. with software companies in 2015, see, they do this flashback thing. It's like, get your timelines correct, please. Oh, uh, yeah, timelines. We had forecast that our pinball sales would be approximately $25 million in the first year of release. At launch, $25 million. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At launch during IAPA 2016, we're well underway to achieve these sales. Well, remember, you're essentially... You're essentially charging $10,000 per table, eventually. Because they were going to do $9,000. So $9,000 times 22,000 equals $19,953. So that's where they're getting their figure from. That's where they're getting their projected figure from. Um, I have no idea why they're... Oh, because they were featured on an article. A TV Uh, show, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to skip that. Here we go. Yeah, skip. Okay. As we finish our road trip and move to our new developments, we will share our old work with Farsight Studios. Here comes the bus. It's about to back over you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Arcuda paid Farsight Studios to modify and develop custom software for Arcuda, which would allow their mobile and PC games to work on physical arcade and pinball machines. This project is called Arcuda Pinball Arcade. The first phase was to make the software work on our cabinets. This included support three monitors for PC, Support two monitors for Android pinball model. Support touchscreen. Arcuda's big on the touchscreen, by the way. 
They love uh, it. Yeah. New key mapping for PC and Android. Pinball play field, ball mechanics to be fluent with no missing frames, gameplay lag, or play errors. There's your issue right there. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's Farsight. That lost point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Farsight agreed to all except for two monitor support on Android, as they suggested they could, <laughs> they could finish the above development work within four weeks. Four weeks? So um, <laughs> here's some behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff that's not going to be popping up on this. Um, let's just say that uh, Farsight way over-promised mm-hmm. and instead decided to use Arcuda's Dime to pay for their R&D to make this project happen. So it's the old mm-hmm. it's the old adage of if somebody says, if you're an actor, and they go, well, this job requires that you know how to ride a horse. Do you know how to ride a horse? You go, yeah, sure. And then the very next day you go take horse riding lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but an IAP of the software was not running smoothly, and we only showed limited functionality. <laughs> if you visit our booth, we are really sorry you could not display the cabinet's games to their full potential. However, your excitement and vision in the project enable us to collect thousands of cabinet orders and plan for the next phase of our product release. So yeah, Arcuda's banking on the software working to sell their cabinet. Farsight is banking on Arcuda bankrolling them to pay for the R&D. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Over the next period, we found that the software needed significant time and investment. Whilst we had sent Farsight... Remember, Farsight had no cabinet mode. None. No. None. <laughs> no. They it were had literally been hacked, going... and somebody Nothing. had made a mod, but Farsight itself did not have cabinet mode available. Um, no. And if... I When I visited their studio, and I saw behind the scenes of how their tables basically they would take a photo of a play field and then overlay graphics on top of that play field. Mm. But it wasn't always one-to-one. And so sometimes, like, screw posts would be well off of where the image screw post was. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing screw... Because they had to make the geometry work. But what I'm saying is they made it visually work for with, you know, looking... In landscape, at a certain mode. angle, yeah. But mm. as soon as you go direct overhead, those things are going to become painfully mm-hmm. obvious. Things start to break. Yeah, yeah. It was very much perspective-driven yeah. design. The way yeah. they they laid out their tables for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. So over the next period, we found that the software and the, the far side just they could not finish the phase one work without a physical cabinet. <laughs> After the problems with our first timber factory, we had negotiated with American Pinball to handle the mass production of cabinets, and our prototype cabinet was sent to American Pinball immediately after IAPA show. This cabinet was later shipped to Farsight Studios. I played on that exact cabinet. It was a mm-hmm. freaking beast. It was made out of steel, the entire thing. It wasn't it was a juggernaut, right? It, it, yeah. it wasn't wood cabinet. It was like you metal. get with a traditional pinball machine. It was metal. This thing you could drop off the top of a roof, and it, it, made, it would survive the fall. It made Gottlieb uh, uh, solid state machines look like flimsy pieces of balsa wood. <laughs> and we know yeah, what tanks I those you things describing are. Describing it to me, yeah. Oh, they are tanks. They're heavy as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I've been dragging one around. There were significant delays in the Arcuda Pinball Arcade software, and during second quarter of 2017, we decided to stop accepting orders. We needed to concentrate on having the software finished, which would also include our Phase 2 work. 
uh, phase two which included event triggers, functioning mapping, lighting circuits, head tracking, connect support, variable nudge, plunger tuning, Arcuda I.O. boards. But we need to get the first phase solved. Um, yeah, we just need to get the thing actually working. So not <laughs> only were they mind. waiting, well, not only were they waiting for Farsight to just get the cabinet mode working, they were also trying to add in this connect support head tracking, which I gotta say was pretty damn cool. It was awesome. I saw a video of it, and I'm sure the video did not even until show how pl- awesome it was Until in real life. I played VR, this was mind-blowing on certain tables. It made certain tables mm-hmm. just, like, I keep on bringing up Black Hole was a huge improvement with this head tracking yeah. going on. Um, yeah. 380 plus hours were billed by Farsight Studios on Black... <laughs> that's a lot of hours. On Backlass DMD mm. work. This included finding, creating better artwork, enabling DMD and backlash to function, and introducing animated backlashes. Again, Farsight had never bothered with the backlash. No, um, they were literally static pictures, some of yep. which included keys in the images, <laughs> uh, backbox keys in the images, dangling there. Yes, they just look up terrible. scared stiff, folks. Um, yep. You'll see the keys dangling. Examples of animated backlashes found in Arcuda Pinball Arcade include Cyclone, Doctor Who, Lights, Camera, Action, and Scared Stiff. So obviously they went from this where there's the speaker grill and whatever and the DMD being small to full backlash with larger displays display presented in the DMD region. Yeah. Um I'm going to just point out this stuff is I believe oh well we wouldn't have seen this but what they did for Gottlieb because these are also include Gottlieb tables is I believe what you're seeing in the At Games collection. Yes, that's right. Because um, as far as Farsight's concerned, well, yeah, we we made these. Um, regardless of if we made it on Arcuda's dime, we made them. Uh, yep. New and modified camera angles were needed for gameplay on real machines. These adjustments were made on both the Android and PC versions of Arcuda Pinball. Um, so the, these are just images. Screenshots showing you the different perspectives. Yeah. Connect head tracking software was developed and over time software error solved. Plug and play. This software edition was released for free to all Arcuda Pinball Arcade customers. Mm. Which, again, they don't have any machines out there, so I don't know how that worked. Mm, No. (laughs) Um, Arcuda signed a multi-year exclusive contract with Farsight Studios, including game licenses. The time was to be used with the development... the time was to be used to develop the most advanced hardware software possible, as well as develop new markets around the world. And here's your 76 titles that were going to be included. Mm-hmm. It's basically everything except for the Stern titles. So again, correct. Stern very much was like, new. No, we are not part of this, despite anything right. Farsight might have been saying. Yes. Um, we made the decision to continue funding the project so that we could launch our coup de... Oh, here's where we're... Again, all out of things. Okay. After the loss of licensing, Farset Studios suggested that we have new IP together with the possibility of Stern Pinball releasing licensing to Arcuda for the new focus in coin-operated products. I swear it's Lucy holding the football and Charlie Brown trying to kick it. Um, yep. We put a strong focus on promoting this information to our corporate partners and worked hard to finish various IP ready for the coin-operated marketplace. This included a new range of cabinets and software. More about this soon. We concentrated our development on Doctor Who Masters of Time, which we showcased during the Australasian 
gaming show in 2018 at Darling Harbor, Sydney. Unfortunately, the software was not stable. Ultimately, we did not sign a new kind of contract with Farsight Studios. We made the decision mm-hmm. to continue funding the project so that we could launch our Cuda Pinball Arcade. And even after the product was launched, we continued to pay Farsight Studios to repair errors so that we had the most stable product possible. Arcuda released th- this. Uh, again, I, c- I feel bad for Arcuda because I feel like Farsight was just taking them for a ride. Um, oh, they totally were. Like, based on Farsight what promised, we're again, here. remember, Farsight promised working software four weeks. We're now a year and change into the venture, mm-hmm. and Arcuda is still having to pay <laughs> to... Like, it's not warranty get... work that they're getting here from Farsight. No. This is cash money that they're having to throw Farsight's way to fix yes. the crappy product. Arcuda like, released really? the PC Steam version as well as the standalone PC version that can be used on any video PC pinball. The Arcuda version was never released to the public and only will ship with dedicated cabinets. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it was never released to the public because it was made for their cabinets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um... There we go. Over 1,400 hours of development time was paid to our for our IP work. Nearly two years later, we released stable software, by which time new companies had entered the market. We are, we are concerned that our IP is now being used on competitor products. What do you think that means mm. at games? Mm. <laughs> what? Yes, on competitor products. Because again, mm. all of that work... The Farsight had never put it's it's Arcuda was paying for it and yeah it was their contract yeah. they are the ones that and then there's another ad skip past that okay skipping past that um, yeah. okay here we go we're almost at the end folks uh, why <clears throat> share all of our problems if we have been following our history roadmap and wondering why we displayed a warts and all approach over these last current le- weeks it's mar- because we wanted to share with you what has shaped the current marketplace we have shared a lot of our development work behind the scenes and had bad results pinball is not easy many people work on an exclusive basis we want to change this and have a truly inclusive community from problems come solutions. It's time for a new way to look at pinball, which is mm. oh, here's their just pinballs in our blood. We've been there for a while, is what they're saying. And here it is: yep. Arcuda Pinball is more than video pinball machines. It is an inclusive system where we invite all to join us. Whether you're a designer, manufacturer, distributor, or just pinballer, we are looking to create an open community where people can get their pinball ideas to market and look at this branching tree that they've got look at all these opportunities like for people to diagram <laughs> it looks like a fidget spinner to me um mm, it, it doesn't fit. yeah <laughs> but it's obviously saying hey come to us we'll be your hub we'll be your thing um we got so many things that they're not even defined yet yeah but come along anyhow so here we have you know we have coin operated we have pinball machines we have pinball maker interesting pinball apps so i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. pinball apps i'm assuming is android based pinball maker i believe is think of it as visual pinball 10 or future pinball but using arcuda software and then there's Mm -hmm. pinball forest pinball no idea what pinball forest is software they have the arcuda pinball arcade and they have time shock that's it for their software that is the software and i hate to say it but software is what is going to move your product (laughs) yep And those two products are not compelling enough to move. Right. Arcuda Pinball's new suite of modules allows you to design, create, 
and sell your digital pinball tables and mechanical pinball machines to the world marketplace. Pinball manufacturing is not easy. We are looking to change this. So it almost seems like they're trying to do, hey, do you want to actually build a pinball machine? Come to us. Yeah, you're a homebrew dude. We've got, a, we've got an ecosystem for you. Use our Pinball Apps product with Pinball Forest and our Pinball Maker um, thing. So Pinball Maker to me sounds like that's the service that will build your machine. You know what? I think you're right. You. Yeah, that'll build the physical yeah. machine. Pinball Forest is probably the design. The development. Your, design your pinball, you know, yep. a, a la uh, VP. pin, VPX um, mm-hmm. and Pinball Apps pinball distribution. Apps. Distribution, yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. Make your own video pinball tables using Pinball Forest. Yeah, there we go. Our new creation yep. software. This software is currently in development and will be offered free to the community. Pinball Forest, you're the designer. Make your dreams a reality. So, yeah, it's free to the community with the caveat of whatever you create can be used license-free on our cabinet, I'm sure. Probably. There's, there, there, <laughs> Nothing is if, free, if, folks. If the, if the product is free, you are the product. Yes. That um, is the rule. And there you go. That's, that is, whew. That That's is the, the stream. That is the stream. Quite the, I don't know. I, I, I'm having a hard time knowing what to make of this because I get what they're trying to do, which is mm-hmm. they're trying to say, hey, we've been around a while. We've just had some yeah. bad luck. We have a pedigree. We got a pedigree that you're just not aware of. Right. So let me tell let us tell you our pedigree. And now with that pedigree in your minds, let's now tell you about this new announcement that we've got and right. why you should care about it. Right. Basically. Um, if you're yeah. wondering how they're still able to sell Arcuda Pinball Arcade, they purchased They bought a boatload of them. <laughs> they bought they already bought them and now they'll distribute them until they're gone. So mm-hmm. yeah, they bought the content off the shelf. They still have the things from that so they can still legally sell it um yep because it is a box product essentially yes. yes like you saw it in the thing it's like a usb stick and another interface device it like it's a hardware based product yeah. it's a dongle basically yeah. yeah um but it's not like zen's going to go not after that they're not going to get zen's <laughs> product um, but there's no still, way that but they um, are still saying obviously look you can still play zen's product on here it's just not going to be using any of the arcuda software um i almost think of this as probably they're making a front end you know for for yeah for bring all your pinball games here here's our front end uh whether zen is going to be happy about that or not is a whole nother story so it might be one of those things where well, we can't import Zen into the front end, but you can still load up Zen mm. on our machine. You know, um, I don't very much like that games. Yeah, like you know, you know, you they're, do that on that games. The, well. the idea of the the Connect head tracking software, well, that's long gone and dead because the Connect cameras you can't buy are them impossible. Anymore. You can't find them. <laughs> mm. They're not in retail stores. You have to buy them secondhand. And like basing your business model around that, a product that's not available anymore is, yeah, not really something you can do. Right. right. So, and yeah, it was that's, a whole software thing. Yeah. It, it was. It's only compatible with, with the uh, the Farsight cut of their Pinball Arcade cabinet mode software that, that uh, yeah. they got. So, not really a thing. And, so, what I. And I'll say this if you this. bought the, the, the Ultra Cab. Arcuda doesn't. It doesn't come with the Connect camera. 
You've got to go and buy you one. you still got to find it yeah. yourself. Yeah, go have a look on eBay and Craigslist because, yeah, good luck trying to find one. Um, because the thing is that those those cameras are used for more than just Xbox. There's like an open network available yeah. with them, which is how um, Arcuda are able to tap into it. It's got an API and a software developer kit. So there's plenty of people using that software and that hardware for other applications. So they're not easy to get hold of. Yeah. You know what my opinion is about this whole yeah. thing? Like the Pinball Forest, the Pinball Apps, the Pinball Maker. This is Arcuda learning from hard lessons. They're going, okay, we can't rely on any third-party manufacturer of pinball software to actually not screw us over, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to make our own software on our own products and platforms based on people from the community making these titles. And that's going to be the software for our machines. So that seems to be the value proposition. Yeah. Now, if I, I've had a little bit of experience with product management, I'm not seeing a very strong value proposition for a consumer there um, because why would I care? Like, this is like, why would I care about essentially some developer, a pinball table developer? And let's assume for a moment that somehow they're going to be able to recruit really good pinball designers from VPX in to use this software to start building a table catalog for them, right? Because that's really the only way that this is going to succeed if this is what's feeding their cabinet, yeah. right? They've got to have a line of really good developers that know how to work around virtual pinball to create some really good titles, similar to what um, Magic Pixel are doing with Taito, right? Yeah. So, someone of that pedigree to actually make tables that people actually want to play. So, But you got to also remember, at games already has said, hey, guys... Create your own tables, submit it for to us. We'll cut you in on the profits of yeah, people that so buy the thing. So now you're competing with that. With they're, they're literally doing the same thing. They've already tapped into to the VPX market at games. They're already one right. step ahead here by what it looks like. Well, yeah, because they've because Arcuda. those people already know how to operate the program. You're coming in saying, "Hey, use it's our brand program. new software." Yeah, brand new software that you now have to learn to be able to contribute to our ecosystem. Which maybe is easy software. I mean, that would be wonderful maybe. if it is. Who knows what the physics on it are like? Um, who knows what the you know choices of you know customization are? Mm. Um, because if you're going for that easy-to-use model, then that means you're going to severely limit the options because yeah. you want to make it fun... Uh, uh, Look at Mario Maker. They purposely mm. make it easy to build the levels, and then slowly they add in more complicated things, and then the community figured out ways of tweaking things to make it do things that it wasn't initially necessarily designed for, you know, and whatever. But it, it it's it's ramping up the learn, but you got to start right. off easy, and. Yep. Uh, you know, hey, if if they've got a killer app, I know people have been asking for build your own pinball software for ages because mm. yes, VPX is 
It ain't easy. You got a script. Yeah. You got to know how to script, you know, that thing. Yeah. So. It's all visual basic still, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And, you know, you've got to, and you've got to do it on Windows. Yeah. There's no choice. Yeah. You have to do it on Windows. So very much vendor locked as far as the operating system is concerned. Whereas you look at other ones, like um, if you're looking for a similar product that's kind of already out there and established, um, what about P3? Like yeah, multi-morphic. The, mm-hmm. the multi platform allows you to do exactly what Arcuda is proposing here already. There's, you know, like, for example, um, the Nick Baldridge from the Bingo Pinball podcast, he's made up his own P3 multi-morphic game, designed himself. It's now available as a module for P3. You buy the pinball machine, you buy the module, you're playing it. It is quite literally plug and play. So they're kind of already doing what do, Arcuda is kind of doing here. I do think they're on to something with the idea of um, going from designing it digitally to then saying, you know what, I want this as a real machine. And yep. them having that wing available to them that, yes, we can manufacture. Again, Arcuda is sister companies with Highway Pinball. Highway Pinball mm. obviously did the uh, uh, Thunderbirds machine. Yeah. So they can actually build a physical machine. That's not an issue. They have that availability. So you trying to build your own physical machine would be a nightmare. Uh, I mean, Actually, I'll, I'll need to correct you there. Oh, uh, okay. high, highway Amusements is not affiliated with Highway Pinball, as in um, Andrew Highway or whatever his name right. is. Right. Like they're, they're two separate. It's spelt differently. It's it's They're two companies. They were distributors for Thunderbird in Australia. So they did distribute the pinball here, but they weren't... They're not an affiliated company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I just know that they have... They do have the ability to manufacture machines and units. Um, so since they already have... And parts... So since they already have that ability, it would save you the the hassle of machining and, and coming up with and all the, this that's stuff. That's the hardest part. But, you know, it's one thing to say, yes, we'll build your pinball machine. But, do you, like, do you know what goes into doing that? There's wiring diagrams. Oh, there's wait. looms. There's, like, the, the reason why you produce a pinball machine is you're going to produce 200 or 2,000 of them. Because you have to make all the, essentially, the engineering equipment for it, like wiring looms and, and loom charts and all this stuff that's not really designed well, I don't for single think, use. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think that this is meant for somebody just going, well, I want to build my one machine. No, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think it's somebody that says, hey, I want to produce this and I want to sell it, you know, 100, 200 Units. I want to be a boutique pinball manufacturer, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go to the head of a factory. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the if that's the argument, then that's that's different. So people could actually use this as a way of, they could hire their own designers, basically right. use this software and basically treat the um, pinball forest product as their go to market strategy. And you could do so, it like what people have said that what they had hoped Stern would do when they were with Pinball Arcade, which is Hey, put out a digital version. Let a massive amount of people play test it. Do your code updates on that, and then go to mm. physical machine. 
and then yeah, cut it as yeah. a as in because you know the way that pinball design used to work is you make a white wood and then you literally make twenty different iterations of that white wood to get the shot layouts right. Yeah. Now you can all do you can do that basically and get it ninety percent of the way there in things like VPX and then cut a white wood and then do some one or two iterations on a white wood to get right. it shooting right. Yeah. So that cost to market is now dramatically reduced for pinball manufacturers who, who need to go down that path. Um, but here's where it, so, it's Arcuda really needs to work on the messaging because I don't know who they're talking to. Yeah. We're guessing. No. It, we're guessing at who they're talking to, but I don't know who they're talking to. Are they talking to the, the basic consumer? Are they talking to the the budding pinball hobbyist? Are they talking, you know, are they talking to people that just like creating tables or are they talking about, like you said, the boutique uh, pinball manufacturer? Who are you talking to with this? Because if you can't get that mm. messaging out, all this is for naught. So hopefully we'll hear more about that, um, you know, from this them. This might come across a little bit bitchy, but based on the interaction in their tweets, it's nobody at the moment. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> except us. Yeah, there, there literally no, has not been any comments on any of these tweets. <laughs> no comments, not even likes on these things. Like you look at each of the thing and there's there's so few likes or any interaction on, on these things. I don't know if anyone even cares. So to make them care, Arcuda, market the shit out of this because at the moment it's not even a thing that people care about. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it, a harsh reality. It, it really is like I'm. I'm not holding punches here. Like, that no one cares at the moment. So you're gonna have to do a lot of work to make them care. A lot of work at the moment. And that means maybe this will help. I maybe say, maybe that means, what we again. I mean, you know, it's been COVID and everything, but showing up at a show and having it up on a pedestal, kind of like Arcade One Up did. Boy, that generated a lot of excitement, didn't it? <laughs> uh, that got them sales. Like. Even though it was totally hacked together box with a PC inside it, mm-hmm. and you couldn't play it because mm-hmm. it was so fragile, nothing mm-hmm. would work. It was rolling demo only. But it's, that's how you release a product. You iterate in the wild, in the public with it, and you get the thing out there. Like, you know, for launch, this is what I would expect from this Pinball Forest thing. I would expect a game built atop the platform to be available to play on an Arcuda cabinet from the outset. Yeah. If you don't have that, don't launch until you do. Yeah. Like, because th- this this will demonstrate the technology. You need to have a case study about how long it took to build that table. You need to tell people how many people were involved and the basic layout of your business to actually be able to do that. Like, what do you need to actually interact with our with our system? Do you need a designer? Do you need a rules designer? Like, what what do you need to actually play in our forest? But right now, they're kind of taking the we built it. Will you come? Approach. And yeah, and you can't no one's coming. Yeah, because there's no. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there will be more information released about this. Yes. And that, like, there's not really a website at the moment I can see about this. So this is a teaser, but uh, it better be a pretty solid delivery when the time comes. Because unless it is, no one's buying well, it. And, and and on that teaser front again. We have been talking about Arcuda since at least 2016. And where are the cabinets? We've yet to see a product. There, um, there are none. So, Except for the ones that were, like, do, like, shopped around the prototypes at Pinfest. Yeah. 
that was the only the, opportunity the, that I would have had. Well, and, to, I, and to I was going to say the only time I have played Arcuda product was when I went up to Farsight Studios, played on that pinball cabinet that was shipped to Farsight yep. using that software that they were currently working on, which was the Arcuda Pinball Arcade. Um, it still had some issues, but they were very close. Uh, that's mm. that's the only touch I've had. So you are probably among one of two or 300 people in the world who have ever touched this thing and actually interacted with it. I'm also Possibly. including the people... I'm also including the people down at Pinfest who got their yeah. hands on it. Yeah. And probably the people at IAPA as well who got their hands on it. Maybe IAPA is a little bit more. But we're, we're talking sub, even if I was being generous, sub 1,000. Well, and I'm talking about using the Connect head tracking software version too. Oh, that that one, yeah. That's yeah. probably even less. Yeah. Um, so from a market exposure perspective... Not even a blip, but like that's what I'm saying. You know, so if we've been talking about them for five years, <laughs> what what's around? Like, so on. If we're going to apply a positive thing about this, it seems that they've learnt their lesson. They know that they can't rely on third party software vendors to be reliable enough to actually do what they want. Yeah, so. If this solves that problem and they're going into more of a, hey, code it, test it, build it using Pinball Forest and our ecosystem of products, with our 20, 25 years plus experience in building arcade machines, which that is a known fact. They actually do, Mm -hmm. like their their other department, like they're well-respected in the industry. So that aspect is true and they've got the the clout to be able to manufacture machines. But this other side of it, like the ecosystem side, that's the bit that's a little bit dubious and doesn't have a lot of market credibility at the moment. So they can build that up and get it to the point where people are taking notice and it like they're competing against P3. This is this is the thing. Like P3 already has this market. You can go and do this. So that's a big established company at this stage. So, from a market perspective, I don't so know. So they need Unless to get, they need to get a designer that's interested in working with them to learn mm-hmm. the program. That designer then needs to come on shows like ours and talk about the ease of use and what can be yeah. made with it. That designer's table needs to be then manufactured as a real pinball machine. So we can see what at the, scale at scale. So we can see what the hmm. turnaround on that is and what a finished machine looks, looks like. Plays like. And that really is your, your call to market right there. Mm-hmm. That is, if you're going to take this seriously, that's what you are going to need to do to make people go, "Wow, this ecosystem is actually a thing." Let's go and try this out and get more people building pinball machines. I mean, that's, I mean, where, I would, a... that's where I'd almost say, you know, go go to Jack Danger, who built his own machine. He did a whole series, you know, a video about that building. Yeah, get him to produce it through this go, system. Go to him and say, here, you've done already a real machine, how that went. Now try building the exact same thing using our software and let us do the finished product. And in the end, you can even compare. 
Um, and stream it. He would be the obvious partner to choose. Yes. Like, very obvious. He, very, very obvious partner. Like, pretty much a match made in heaven, really. Yeah. So, Akuda, there you go. There's a bit of free advice for you. Um, go and have a talk to him about his product. Because his pinball machine that he made himself looks interesting. Um, the thing is, though, it may not be a real reflection of the platform because he's already designed it and prototyped it and has got it to Whitewood phase. So... He already yes, knows but I'm talking the iterations. About, I'm, but it would show how quickly you could design it in the software. If you, Yeah, I guess rather than And then than going, not having to source your own parts. And obviously, he had Stern guys helping him source parts. Uh, um, yeah. So not having to source your own parts and seeing what transpires when you let somebody else manufacture your, your machine. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who they're going to partner with for um for the uh, pinball maker element of it. I mean, yeah. it makes sense for them to actually partner with HomePin here, yeah, which is the company you're probably thinking of. That is the yeah, that's the, what I was thinking of. I mean, HomePin are essentially set up for exactly this sort of work. Um, they have a factory; they control their their parts inventory um, down to the manufacturing of those parts, so they're not beholden to Stern or any of those manufacturers for parts, yeah. which a lot of people do get problems with when they're trying to start their own business. So, you know, HomePin would be a good physical manufacturing partner to partner with here. Um, so, I mean, that side of things, I would, before it's even announced, I think that's probably where they're going with um, for their manufacturing partner. Um, so, that sounds like it's all sewed up. It's just those first two phases, the you know, designing in Pinball Forest, yeah. putting it up as a uh, downloadable product because Pinball App sounds like it's a, it's for the digital side of things. So you basically develop it in Pinball Forest, you test it as a Pinball App on an Akuda Pinball machine, and then if you want to take it that one step further and do a short production run of these machines for people's homes you then go and take it into um, Pinball Builder and there's your physical pinball machine. That seems to be the workflow based on what I see here. Well, well stay tuned, folks. We'll, we'll see what we can discover. Um, we do have yeah. our contacts. We'll see if we can... We have our contacts at we'll, Arcuda. We'll um, uh, you know, reach out to them and reach see, out, what can... see what they have to say, uh, mm. see if we can find any more information about what direction they're heading towards um i mean obviously in the past they've been cagey because they for obvious reasons they didn't want that information out but now it seems like they're letting their own information out so maybe they'll be willing to share a little bit more further details um and where we can go with that but that uh wow that was a a big show that was a little meatier than uh i think we expected we 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 our eyes were bigger than our stomachs but uh (laughs) Mm, as as is often the case when we do one of these sort of shows yes (laughs) um so anyway uh hopefully you guys found this interesting i know this is completely Mm. different than what (laughs) we're usually talking about but it's all digital pinball and this is kind of new territory um Mm. to try and cover so uh, again, we'll we'll keep you up to date as we have all these years about Arcuda. Whenever there's anything going on, um, it would just be nice to actually have something for us to get our hands on to comment about, um, and something mm, that right. you can get your hands on too. So, well, yeah, given they're in Australia, like I've got more chance of getting an Arcuda product shipped to me than right. anything from Arcade One. Right. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, software-wise, again, it's like it was just Pinball Arcade souped up a little yeah. bit. So it's not like... That's not that exciting. No. Really. No. Um, but this so other this stuff... this new venture it could be interesting. Really yeah. could be. If they yeah. do it right. They've got to do it right, though. Boy. <laughs> so if you're... if yeah. There you go. If you are uh, somebody who really wants to make your own pinball game... You might just getting... have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. That's pretty cool. That is. Mm. All right, folks. Well, that's going to uh, wrap it up for us. And uh, we'll just have to see what unfolds. We'll see what uh, pops up in pinball news, obviously. Um, we're going to have to little wait a little while to see what Zen has cooking. And mm. hopefully they'll uh, solve the droids, bugs, bugs. that exist. Um, but you got to say, though, the we'll VR see. experience is still... Again, it's pretty damn cool if you're on the fence. It's very good. I don't want to play pinball in any other way, unfortunately. Like, it's VR or nothing for me at the moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jared has drunk the Kool-Aid completely. Yeah, uh, I'm well and truly into it. Yeah, even with its inherent problems that it's got at the moment, yeah. like, you know, clarity and stuff, I, I, I haven't started FX3 for months. I really haven't. Sounds like a ringing endorsement to me. All right. Well, yep. until then, and until next time when we go and talk about Jared's favorite items du jour. The stuff and things. We'll uh, just have to see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>